You're listening to a DM podcast. You're listening to Errol Parker and Clancy Overall, editors of the Batuta Advocate on Desert Rock FM. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate podcast. You've got Clancy and Errol in here today. Interviewing two interesting blokes, one who has been on before in many different capacities, mm. uh, formerly known as an alt-electro troubadour, um, followed by a Movember dad podcaster. That's right. Yeah. Raf Dixon, thank you for joining us. Former Greens candidate for the Inner West as yep. well. Yeah, he was coming for Albo. No, uh, I went further left. You know. <laughs> oh, yes, right. Yeah. The, the no uh, flight path party. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> no second runway yeah. party. Bullet train, <laughs> bullet train for Australia? Yeah. Was that your thing? No aircraft noise, that was me. It's too bloody loud. <laughs> it's too loud. It is too loud. You're a bit early. Surely decentralisation is the answer. Like, we don't need medium density in this swathing vast inner west suburb. No, there's a group of proper lefties which are tasked with the conservation of the Cooks Rivers. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're called the crab like, people. The mud crabs. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think we should arm the mud crabs. Oh, well, I've always said this that like I am anti-gun in that I think the cops shouldn't have guns. Cops should have knives. Yeah, I think that would make it much more interesting. Or just throwing knives? No, just knives. Like Blades. so, it's like all right, stop. Like and they just all right. No, I think in shoot. India, no, the cops in India have the right idea where they have those big sticks. Yeah, mm. I and think the yeah. Sikhs get a blade. Sikhs get yes. a blade. Yes, yeah. of course. Even in Queensland, the last free state primary schools, the Sikh kids are allowed to carry their blade on them. I think we'd be a lot better behaved if if the cops had sticks. I mean, like the cops never going to shoot you unless don't you, they already have sticks? Un- <laughs> unless you go <laughs> mad. No, lines. but no, but the cops have a taser and a gun. So if you go the mad, third on the list, yeah, that yeah. they're going to shoot you. But if the stick was the first on the list, yeah. the cops would use it way more. Yeah, it's mm. like. I just caught you riding a line bike with no helmet. You're not going to get a fine, but I'm going to whack you across the back with this two-inch dowel across your back like that. Airplane spun. <laughs> Literally yesterday, I saw like a bloke, I think it was like a food delivery guy or something on a chook chaser, like motorbike, and he had a second person behind him with a line bike scooter helmet <laughs> on the back of like a motorbike. Like, that's not legal. I saw if that. If I was a cop, I'd whack him with you my get the stick. You get the stick, right? The bow staff. <laughs> I saw them leave from where they were. I saw that. You saw that same day. duo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're famous. I mean, it was notable. <laughs> uh, we should also mention there's another person in this room right now, J.R. Hennessy. Hello. Storied journalist. Sure. Early on the metaverse, I remember, Spanion. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, I, yeah. Went, on, I went on Spanion's podcast to yeah. explain the metaverse to him. Yeah. That I think he picked up a few key points. Sensational stuff <laughs> before the Hood Tour era. That's right. Yeah. Uh, well before. He um, looked at the metaverse and said, I prefer the Hood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, thanks for that. We're going to Dandenong. <laughs> um, anyway, thanks for joining us. You guys do the Down Round podcast. Which, um, if I were to summarise it, is um, a podcast with two people who spend a lot of time thinking about the type of things that you only ever hear about in passing. Okay. Yes. Oh, High praise. That's yeah. one I thought way you were about to say thinking a lot about computers, so that's actually <laughs> that's way better. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I know what you mean by like things that people think about in passing. Like, So you may be talking about like, oh, yeah, you know, how does Google make money yeah. or whatever? But... 
I like to think of the things we talk about are like basically products and, and businesses that people do literally use every single day and then don't really think about. Like the things controlling your life. All right, number one, what's the most? What has the most control over me right now? I mean, it's social media. Let's okay. let's. If you want the honest answer, it's. Yeah. Um, I was about, it, I was about to say Carlton United Breweries, but. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Well, that is a they got a quite a spread. It's, it's, it's algorithms that are kind of brewed up in uh, vast server labs in China, probably okay, if, yeah. depending on your usage of TikTok. Or as like a Gen X atheist would say, the online tribalism. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Is yeah. That, is that real? Am I am I slowly being pilled <laughs> some way or another? We haven't really spent a lot of time talking about online tribalism, have we? It's a little bit outside of it's our remit. No. It's contentious, and we're both we're both kind of immune to it. So <laughs> yeah. it's not something that we think yeah. about a lot. I don't know what they're doing in those places because some of the stuff I've been watching now on these reels that you know that you just kind of mindlessly get caught in. And, mm a loop just watching there's things from what like i'm watching light aircraft land in the jungles of Colombia. sounds good i'm sounds watching good, yeah. people get run over and killed by trains yeah. I'm oh watching, yeah you absolutely. know just that's big like, on x it's just it's unpo- like where do they think this stuff up and <laughs> yeah. why is it allowed like f- <laughs> fatal industrial accidents on the subcontinent i think is like 85 percent of all content yeah globally right yeah, now yeah, yeah. yeah. like and, it's yeah. just desensitized like like i can watch that as I'm eating and then just be like, uh, next. Yeah. Oh, a Porsche speeding down an autobahn, next. Someone getting crushed by a forklift. I mean, it's just in one ear and out the other. Well, the algorithms are targeting you thinking that you're going to be the most engaged with that kind of stuff. So what does that say? What does it say about you, mate? What does exactly. it say about you? It means you've, you've, it says you've I, either I, looked for this or... I've been broken. You've dwelled, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've dwelled on this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, the algorithm knows that I always wait until there's a crush event. <laughs> yeah. just keep watching and watching and watching and then oh yep car has rolled over onto this guy who was riding a moped and then there's some Next. guy in the central committee of the chinese communist party has gotten that as a report yeah he's going like, like, all right cool if we need to get this guy over <laughs> he can never come to hong kong <laughs> again i want to talk about things that we've heard in passing so much shit came up in the pandemic that we thought was going to be around forever. Yep. You're not trying to monetize this podcast, right? No, no, no. no. We, uh, we AstraZeneca. <laughs> so, yeah, cool. we, we don't so, even film them. I mean, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, it's a bridge too far. But I want to talk about, you know, when we were all looking for an escape during the pandemic, there were a few things that everyone enjoyed. Like, hey, house party app, that's crazy for three weeks. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know. Exercise came back, bakery shit came back, people making sourdough and all that. I mean, there was so many apps, and we spent a lot of time talking about this, that were huge and they're going to be the future of entertainment and content during the the pandemic that just disappeared. I mean, exercise, obviously, Peloton's a big one. Like, that was going to be the future of exercise. Gyms were out of business. Like, gym stocks had crashed because it was like, no one's ever going to go to a gym yeah. Again, they're all going to stay at home on their Peloton and Peloton's going to create a dating app and it's going to create this social community. And imagine yeah. that. It's just all these hot people on a dating app all with like the same who can talk about like yeah. their online psychosocial relationship mm. with like an e-trainer and whatnot. <laughs> and like <laughs> the, the firm ass gang. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, That's what they were saying. And then Big dies in the first episode of the Sex and the City reboot has a heart attack on a Peloton. Yeah, Is yeah, that yeah, what yeah. killed it? That's 100% what killed it. Yeah. <laughs> they went that, through. Check their stock price. It's not looking good. It's big. Yeah, I mean, and as you say, well, Clubhouse was the big one, the big social app. Because remember, this this just kind of came and went. I don't know if this came across you, the listener's radar, or not. Um, But Clubhouse is another classic pandemic stock. So the idea was 
you had this app that you opened. It was like a social network, but for voice only. Yeah. You know, you open it up, you join a room, and it's just people chatting. This was worth billions and billions of dollars, yeah. and this is going to be the way that we communicate and we interact with kind of social media and entertainment from here on is that we're going to open up this app on our phone and just like listen to random people talk. Yeah. This is worth billions of dollars. And then like- Did within, anyone cash in? Did they cash in? I don't, cash they out? Didn't, they didn't have an opportunity to cash out, I think, right. because I it's, think people very quickly realized that uh, I don't want to open an app and just hear someone ranting on yeah. raving about how to create a personal brand. Yeah. You're right. Like the, the pandemic caused a period where everyone was like, all these social behaviors and all the way, like the way the world works is about to like change dramatically. And it did change dramatically. Yeah. As everyone remembers, everyone was stuck at home. Whatever you were doing, you were playing PlayStation. Destroying the CFMEU office in Victoria. <laughs> you know, that, in certain circumstances, that might have been going on. Uh, like, you know, you, you were playing poker with people on Zoom or whatever. Yeah. Your work life changed dramatically. So everyone was like, all right, this is how the world is going to be from now on. And then it turned out, once the pandemic was over, that actually most things didn't change. Yeah. And everyone kind of wanted to get back back to it. Yeah. And that created like a massive destruction of value. As all these brands that popped up, Peloton, whatever. Be the, real, remember that? Be real. Thing? Be real. I mean, you know, that was that was crazy. That was a bunch of French people saying you just wanted to look at everyone's work from home setups once yeah. a day. <laughs> that was never that was never gonna work. Like minimalism is not coming back right now. We need as much content as possible. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah, as well as a bunch of companies that came up because they were like, you know the thing, people hate spending time looking at their phone. What if we created an app that stopped you from looking at your phone? What happens if we created an entire device? And it's like People actually kind of like looking at their phone. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the sickest it, things you can do in yeah, 2024. It's going to be hard to find in the app store. <laughs> it's like I've had a drone fly over my house a number of times. And yeah. That's one thing I'm I'm anti-drone. I'm just putting it out there. I think that they should be banned. Yeah. I don't like them. They're uncomfortable. I don't Like the feeling of having a drone yeah. just fly over your house, pause. I mean, un, I can't imagine what it'd be like for like a Yemeni or someone. Or, yeah. Like I mean, someone, that's what would yeah. be a bit worse. Someone who who sees a drone then he's a whistle. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I've never experienced it's just bad that. Vibes but like, West, it, but even ignoring that for a moment, just like having a drone just hover over your house. Yeah, that's fucked up. Like we got to get rid of them. You folks. can't even. You can't even hit them with a laser pointer like you can do with aeroplanes. You don't <laughs> want above your house. I've heard people just buy a cheap drone and kamikaze it. That's good. That's a good strategy. Yeah. So you just got to keep a whole like. It's it's drones all the way down because like that's the whole thing, right? With, yeah, you're like, introducing more drones into the drone economy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I wanted because I was looking up jamming devices on the internet, and like I know I'm already on some lists, but you know, uh, and I was like, if you knock out someone's drone using a jamming device that above you, your land, like in your airspace, yeah, and the cops come around, who's getting in more trouble, like the drone owner or me? Yeah. The cops, aren't coming around. <laughs> the cops aren't coming around. The cops aren't coming around for that. For a drone dispute? <laughs> Out of their jurisdiction. I mean, I wouldn't call them. I'm That's not more an Air Force issue, I think, mate. <laughs> They're not coming around for drone-on-drone drone violence. That like, yeah. Drone-on-drone drone violence, are like, we've got hard solo to worry about. We're not coming around over a drone dispute. But if you're firing a gun at it, uh, we'll probably knock on the door. <laughs> I think it should be open slathered on drones. Yeah, yes. I'm calling it. That is, and it's a, that's a worthy thing to worry about because it's like we all talk about privacy and all this kind of shit. That a lot of the time we think about for five seconds and then don't worry about it again. But mm. as for like that real kind of geographic privacy, mm. that is 
something you can see being invaded. Well, I mean, you know, on the one hand, you have all your data is being slurped up by Facebook, and yeah. you know, it's being sold to data brokers. I mean, maybe not, but you know, that's that's abstract. That's difficult. Well, to, we've already given up on that. It's like we've, we've given up. We all just know in the back of our minds every single thing we do is being tracked. You got to explain yeah. a bit. That, what's the difference when there's like a flying machine that's humming mm. that may be driven by a pedo? Like, yeah. you know, yeah. it's a it's a much realer issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I genuinely think. Look, I think drones are obviously, as they get cheaper, are going to be more common. But I do not believe in a future where there's like a million drones over our heads, like delivering parcels, this, that, and the other. Outside of all of the infrastructure issues, I just don't think people will put up with it. I think that we fundamentally, like, because we talk about this a lot on Downround, like, you know, the human mind was formed with someone waking up and looking outside a cave and seeing a mountain, you know. Uh, And that brain... It doesn't like something above it making noise. It just doesn't. It, it doesn't. Well, it's, it's already happened with – I guess this comes down to the councils, right? It's already happened with the Lime scooters and Lime bikes. If you look at early days of uh, Lime bikes, remember Bondi was just full of them before oh, they had yeah, the engine yeah. on them because people would ride it down the bottom and couldn't be fucked taking it yeah, up the hill. Yeah. And now with these Lime scooters in cities like Brisbane and Melbourne and um, Darwin, when you get into an uncomfortable position – uh, like a hill that your motor's not going to take you up, you, people just leave it there. And eventually what happens is, particularly in nice suburbs, locals complain, 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 complain. They don't know who to complain to, I guess. And then eventually what happens is this becomes a no-go zone. Yeah. So that's you can't take the you get ride fined. share yeah. ride. Well, yeah, you get fined for parking one there. You get, mm. but you can't even motorise it in there. Mm. So I think there's that's where, where it's going to end up, whereas in maybe drone, I don't know. Drone, it'll be very hard to monitor someone's drone where it can and can't go. But Like, you can't fly a drone into an airport. Like, there must be some sort of jammer. There is a jammer. No, mate, you can't fly a drone at Marrickville Golf Course. Because of its flight path? Yeah, because it's within the zone. Yeah, I got a mate who, he didn't, so you get a warning flashing up on your, um, like, whatever your controller device is. And I have a mate uh, out at, um, where are all the quokkas? In WA, what's that? Uh, Rotnest. Rotnest. Yeah, he was he was out spearfishing off the coast of Rotnest, and he had his drone up there, and he was getting the warnings. Like, this is a military area. Like, take the drone down now. And he's like, whatever. <laughs> take. What do you do? <laughs> military. <laughs> um, look at me go. Like, look at this. Look at this beautiful like uh, like portrait of the sun setting or whatever. And you know, gave him another warning, and then bang, four thousand dollar drone just collapsed into the, into the water. Oh, they jammed it. It just jammed it. Really? I, I don't think. Really? it's even like a, an individual decided to jam and I think that it's just yeah. a computerized thing I think you're right the human brain's not going to allow the um, you know the attack of the drones but there are things that have come and gone in that time where we were promised by men on cocaine that this <laughs> is the future and NFT is what comes to mind where has it gone where where did it really get to realistically? Like, uh, we can talk about GameStop. We've seen the movie. We've, you know. we've all seen the film. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the NFT thing. <laughs> the NFT, it was sensationally ridiculous. It was reinventing the wheel of the most basic kind of example I can remember. Uh, it, thinking back, we've said this before, like, it's hard to remember. Like, they were everywhere. You know, <laughs> what, Jimmy Kimmel and Paris Hilton and, like, during the NFL and whatnot, you were told, like, oh, yeah, here are some images that you can buy for 50 grand that is going to make it's going to triple like this this monkey thing like it, it's hard to kind of remember that there was a period there of six months where you just your grandmother would 
I'll be talking about NFTs, about these like monkey pictures and whatnot. You couldn't escape it, and that's now just gone. Yeah, they completely like, that evaporated. That is weird, right? Like that. that is it really gone? As or are there believers telling you that it's coming back? Oh, the right? believe. I mean, there's believers for everything, right? Yeah. There are definitely some like you know revanchist types sitting around on Reddit or whatever and being like, you know, my pudgy penguin. Yeah. You know, we're we're in a dark period right now. But it's he's a coming, winter. He's yeah. coming back. <laughs> um, We've spoken about this on Down Round. How like fundamentally the technology is interesting when it comes to N- uh, NFTs, and and we've. We're speaking about it with a VC we had on recently. This is the kind of guest we have on um, on Downround um, about how, like, when you first heard about me, like, okay, this is kind of interesting. Like, you could have this kind of token that shows that you own, say, a part of a real picture, yeah. a real, you know, it shows that you have proof of ownership of some tangible thing. Then all of a sudden, though, it's like, you know, you hear people talking about NFTs and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that interesting thing, like piece of technology. And they're like, no, no, I mean like this fucked up lion. <laughs> You know, like with yeah. the smoking wearing weed, beanie, yeah. <laughs> wearing a beanie and <laughs> smoking weed. I'm just like you know, okay, and like, it's what? got the rare gold tooth. Yeah. 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 It's, got the, it's got the weird hat, and it's got you know, and this is worth one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> and then when someone says, "Why is the picture worth one hundred and fifty thousand dollars?" No, 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 no. This also gives me membership into a club <laughs> of other guys who think this is cool. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, and like we should tell, like the latest though on Here this guy's thing is cool. Like, obviously, bored apes were the big one. Like yeah. bored ape. Yup Club was the big one. <laughs> and recently they had... They had their gathering. They had the gathering. So they're still if doing you it. had a board ape, you, you got access to the gathering. And like, what was the outcome of that yeah. gathering? So basically the big story that came out of this, and this was this was the first <laughs> NFT story anyone had heard in a while. They threw this big rager in Hong Kong or Singapore. Yeah, this is like, what, two months ago. Anyway, and then all these guys were posting online after being there. They're like, sick party guys. I actually woke up this morning and can't see. Like, I, I, I literally, <laughs> I've opened my eyes and I, all I can see is blackness. And it turned out all the lamps they'd used for the party were high-intensity UV lamps. Yeah, they, weren't, they, were, they were trying to get, like, the UV lamps so that, you know, if you're wearing, like, white, it kind of looked oh, blue. Yeah. And glowed, but they use like hospital grade <laughs> and just fried the eyes. So, so the so the the answer to your question of what happened to NFTs are they still blind? No, I think or they're they okay. Over time, apparently, your sight does come back, but there is some of them have permanently got damaged retinas, yes. <laughs> And they have obviously a much higher propensity to get we're cancer. We're trying to do like a fucking <laughs> sick DMX yeah. video clip, kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Uh, like inverted colors, blue light shit. Yeah, but like, <laughs> at the end of the day, it was the same thing. Pandemic, people had some extra money burning a hole in their pocket. Maybe yeah. they were getting pandemic payments, or generally you just didn't have anything to spend it on because you yeah. were sitting around at home. <laughs> you got to put it somewhere. Your regular investments aren't working. I'm going to buy this fucking monkey picture, and this hasn't really played out in a long time. <laughs> Funnily enough. When, like, you, when your mate who's never thought about money in his entire life <laughs> says to you, you need to buy this monkey picture, it wasn't actually a good investment. I'm sorry. <laughs> I still, like, I, I, part of me it was, it had so much hype behind it and so much, like, um, overrated expertise around it, or, in fact, uh, overinflated expertise. I honestly thought it was still going, but you kind of tell me no, I mean, the, the it, last it's still thing going. we heard it's is a bunch of guys went blind. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes, <laughs> I mean, there's that. There's still people buying and trading them. It's not the same valuation they were, and no one is making the promise that this is the future of the economy. Yeah, <laughs> It's just a bunch which, of guys have a weird hobby. Which we yeah. remember when they were. Well, when they were. Uh, yeah, this was like, forget money, that cash thing, like banks? <laughs> well, you're putting money in a bank. <laughs> what do you do? Like, why don't you have 
several hundred cartoons that you can, <laughs> that you can use to buy things. It'll only cost you like 40 bucks a transaction. Like, so and by the way, you're going to get scammed immediately and have them drained. <laughs> like, well, and there's what? nothing you can do about it. Oh, so that's money. What can I spend it on? Well, I've got a monkey. You've got an ape. You know, you've got a lion. You've got a lizard. We can make something work here, folks. <laughs> Oh, you know, bliss. there was one person who gave who gave it a go and went public with how bad it went. And that was Jerry Harvey, and that's <laughs> one thing I can respect him for. He said he started to do some day trading, mm. started to invest in some crypto, started to do this and that. He lost eight million dollars in one day, and he thought, you know what, the best thing is for me right now. I'm going to tell the AFR, so <laughs> they're going to write this puff piece on me that makes it look like I'm, you know, you know, I, I'm in the I'm same with boat. It. I'm happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. My investments have gone down too, and it just came off and being like, "You fucking idiot!" <laughs> like, it's like you're all, you're worth a tidy bee. Yeah. Just fucking put your slippers on and go into the yeah. next. Room. Stick to your computer monitors and washing machines like, or whatever it is you do. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, pay back the job keeper that you obviously just. <laughs> Spent on cartoons. <laughs> now, is there a little bit of that kind of flash in the pan aspect with AI? Like, mm-hmm. I know people are still using it daily. People who weren't using it six months ago, a lot of people are still using it daily. Yep. But the the kind of predictions that we had, would, was there some sort of regulation that's reined it in a little bit or at least reined it in from vision? A little bit. Oh, you mean the porno stuff? <laughs> well, I mean that's that's the most recent thing. But the idea of like films and fucking songs, yeah, and yeah everything's. Yeah. Going it's still. To be. I think like AI. But we both agree is different to crypto. Like yeah. there's there's a there there, and anyone yeah. who's sat in front of using you know, ChatGPT or whatever obviously knows. Okay, something's going on here. Something here is it's pretty cool. It's probably going to disrupt industries and change the change the way the world works. But there's still a huge amount of froth yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. and funnily enough, by the same people. There are so many people who are like crypto heads <laughs> who have just made the transition to doing weird scams with AI. There's a fuckload of that. Yeah, uh, like, I think you could say something about like, there is this kind of fundamental thing, especially I think within like the male millennial head, probably extends to Gen Z as well. And I mean, everyone in general. Like a lot of people right now feel kind of alienated and powerless, right? Yeah. They, they kind of don't love where they're at to get real for a minute. And so they just want to, they just want fundamental change. And like crypto kind of offered that. It's like, we're changing everything. Banking, all that shit that like, all that complex shit you don't fully understand. And like, and and they're for you like, we get rid of all of that. We've got this new paradigm and that new paradigm is going to make people like me and us who understand it and getting in early friggin' rich. And then like AI comes along and it, and it is, super promising and it is definitely going to change things and it will change like images and videos in the long term but there's this propensity from yeah certain people to just immediately be like this is a paradigm shift and in five years you none of you are going to have a job yeah. like if you don't understand it like you're about to be made friggin' unemployed and i'm going to benefit because i'm kind of in the know and i'm yeah. kind of a smart kind of, guy i don't yeah. know about you but i'm kind of a smart yeah, yeah. guy yeah this like apocalyptic <laughs> kind of thinking where like you think that you're doing something and part of something great because you're in a bunch of discords kind of yeah. like <laughs> prophesizing i guess yeah, yeah. but no but ai like are people going to make movies out of AI? I think that one day they will. Yeah. Like yeah. like all of these things, right now, Google's latest AI video thing, it's like a five-second clip that looks like shit. But a year ago, it was an image that looked like shit. Now we've got images that look pretty good, and all of a sudden we've got five-second videos. Like you just got to kind of look forward to five, ten years. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, the thing that we come back to a lot is... Uh, yeah, I mean, ChatGPT can write you an article. It can write you a satire article. Yeah. It just won't be that good. They're yeah. very dark. 
some of them. <laughs> yeah. and, and, but, and with the right prodding and poking and like editorializing, you can probably get something good out of it. As long as you have good taste though, right? Yeah, yeah. Like a, someone who isn't funny, mm. I mean, we see it happen with Elon Musk and Grok be like, look at the funny joke that my AI thing came out with and it's dog shit because yeah. he doesn't know what a funny joke yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, see, for example, you know, on April Fool's Day, the Batuta Advocate does do some humor articles uh, just for a local audience. Disrespectful, don't you think? No, well, see, last year we asked we asked them to come up with one, and it was just the stuff it came up with was just Quite chauvinistic. Well, it? It's very chauvinistic <laughs> and dark, and that, just, you guys wouldn't like just not ver- like just not, not fit for print. Not, not, not very pithy, but like <laughs> things like 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 this computers making lewd jokes about certain conservative politicians being HIV positive <laughs> and like people like engaging in like grotesque public sex acts and stuff like that it's like no it's like is that what that computer thinks and you're like well we published like, it but you know it's it's like, like, is that what it thinks of me <laughs> well it's obviously been looking at my at my algorithm on on Instagram as well if it's like you, you know Scotty from marketing dies in forklift accident <laughs> Now we're cooking. Now we're cooking in <laughs> India. Yeah. In Rajasthan. Yeah. So, yeah. Print it. <laughs> it needs an editor. Yeah. It needs yeah. an editor of the best. And time. there's no formula for the human spirit. Oh, no, Sorry. Truly really not. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> check back in 10 years, maybe there will be. But for now, <laughs> that's what we've got. So now you're, you're telling me it's pretty much being used exclusively by real estate agents who will, who will like, can you write me a pithy description for a mm. yeah. two-bedroom... Cease uh, council flat. <laughs> I think that's the thing. Like, if you're talking about disruption for jobs and shit like that, they're the people who I think probably feeling it right now. If you're like an entry-level copywriter or, yeah, you're the guy that sits down and writes the descriptions on domain.com. Yeah. You, you're probably getting severely disrupted right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and like good. if you're an SEO farm from like the Philippines or some country that has English as one of their national languages, but like the salaries are very low, yeah. um, the hourly wage, those people who were previously tasked with churning out 100 articles for yeah. a friggin' recipe website, yeah, they've been replaced by AI. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the people who right now are feeling it for sure. And, and, and as for the people who are feeling disenfranchised, you say millennials particularly, who are looking for some sort of major paradigm shift or major um, disruption... They don't realise it's also going, this technology is going to go the same way as everything else that's fucked them. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that that kind of is a down-round theme, unfortunately. The fucking never ends. Yeah, yeah. Like, unfortunately, all this stuff is pretty cool, but, like, everything seems to be getting worse. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's like the post-GFC austerity measures are now very profitable and... uh, Yeah. Uh, Very polished. mm, Yeah. (laughs) Ship keeps rolling. Yeah. Yeah. So one way to escape it just quickly is is I've been seeing these new goggles from Apple. Oh, yeah. What do you make of them? Raf thinks they're very cool. I think uh, they're cool. Like not, even putting technology aside, he just kind of wants to wear them as sort of a, a fashion statement. Well, I didn't say that, but okay. sure, I'll be the one. I'll be the first to do it. I'll be the first one to to walk down George Street. Well, I mean, like the the, the thing with that is, and this is something looking at. Porgs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, there was a legend who got, who just got arrested um, driving his Tesla in autopilot with like Vision Pro on, like goggles on. Yeah, that's that's the, just immediately, whoo! Yeah. That's, that's, that's the future. Now, this, this is a common theme we talk about a lot, which is that for like. You can't drive a car. You just don't, you don't need to look out the window anymore, brother. <laughs> just throw these things on. <laughs> For years, people have been trying to figure out like what's what comes after the iPhone, like yeah. what comes after the smartphone. Yeah, you know, it's a pretty you know a rectangle of 
black glass that shows you cool stuff. Yeah. Pretty hard to beat. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it's slowing down. People don't buy them as often as they used to. Mm. What's next? And VR. Oh, this is just an Apple decision. Like, well, well, no, like the no, phone, no, right? So it's like, what, what's next after the phone? People, like, the phone isn't making Apple as much money as it used to. We yeah. kind of, realistically, has the phone changed that much in no. 10 years? No. It's, no. it's fundamentally the what's same. The and the EU won't let them make ones that break easy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what's the difference between an iPhone 13 and 15 or whatever? Not, yeah. not very much. No. They've kind of perfected the it. The charging port. Yeah, yeah the exactly. Port. But it's, and it's yeah. showing, though, in their so, revenue, right? People are buying less phones. They're not upgrading as quickly as yeah, they Yeah, right. Before. So you're saying they've, they've reached peak phone. Yeah. But okay. We've reached peak phone. And it's not just Apple. Like, you know, Samsung, they try to do it, but like, all right, we've got a phone, but now it folds in half or it's, it's shaped like a circle. tried that so many whatever, times. Whatever the fuck they're doing. We've tried yeah. that yeah, so yeah, many yeah, times yeah. since the 2000s. And the, the VR, fold. VR's the big one. The, yeah. the people think it's going right. to be this. That's why yeah. Apple's pulled the trigger on it. Right. It's the next device. Probably, I mean... Look, I, so I think fundamentally, if you were to say what is the best way full stop to consume content, mm. and, like, and you, you're starting from scratch, you wouldn't say a tiny little rectangle no. that only takes up a tiny bit of your field of vision, no. but like mm-hmm. your dopamine receptors are going to kind of black out like yeah. horse blinkers, the rest of the world. <laughs> and you're kind of going to be consumed by it. Like you would say, well, a live sports, for example, yeah. you know, is kind of pretty cool, but you know, something that takes up much more of your field of view. Yeah. So like, from a fundamental level, something like VR does make sense. Yeah. I do think at some stage when it's a lot better, and normalized, we probably will be using something like that more. Mixed I mean, reality. Yeah, mixed reality. Is there any reason to buy one right now other than as a curiosity? I don't think so. From yeah. all accounts, the Apple Vision Pro, there you definitely get some wow moments out of using it, but it's, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. The battery runs out. There's heaps of things you can't do. Every company in the world is really mad at Apple because Apple are known fuckwits whenever they deal with any other company because they've had the power for so long. So yeah. you can't even watch Netflix on it properly. You have to do it via the browser, yeah, yeah, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Um, it costs five grand Australian. Yeah, um, you can't even buy one in Australia. There's heaps of questions about like if you wear glasses, how well that integrates and, and doesn't. YouTube's boycotting it. Yeah, YouTube's boycotting it. Facebook's boycotting it because they're just like, mm. You guys have been absolute fuckwits to deal with for the last 10 years and screw us on all of our apps and money, and now you want us to help you with your new cool yeah. products? Yeah, like, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah. But, you know, I do think that there's, in the future, I mean, sport, yeah. like, watching sports sounds pretty cool on it, to be honest. On <laughs> first impressions, though, I thought, you know, coupled with, like, 40 milligrams of diazepam, mm-hmm. having that on an aeroplane would just oh, yeah. be ideal. I, all the positive reviews I've seen come through are people who are like, I was sitting on a, on a, a transatlantic flight, and I had a cinema-sized screen watching Ted Lasso. It was the best thing I'd ever seen in my life. Um, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. But the, with the worrying trend being better op- than being op- asleep op- on drugs. Yeah. 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 That's hard to be. very hard to be. But like, I mean, like one of the few communal moments people have left right is you and your significant other lying in bed watching a laptop, the same thing together. If you're even doing that, rather mm. than watching phones with like headphones in, yeah. and this is just like once again just making people want more and more and more just into the individual yeah, alone. Yeah. And there's yeah. a big there's a big social shift has to come. Like, it, it is phenomenally antisocial. Well, that's what yeah. I was going to ask. Is like, I won't actually say the name drop because it's I- irrelevant, but it was 2018 and I was sitting next to a musician at a concert, a musician that went on to be a big name from um, South Sydney Housing Areas, uh, Housing Commission, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, anyway. The Kid Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was a hip-hop concert of which he was not interested in because it was... Wu-Tang Clan, I just happened to be sitting next to him. And it was 2017, so he's like, 
Well, he's like fourteen. Hey. And, he, and but we'd already we'd already like Snapchat was long gone by then, right? Everyone had figured out Snapchat was a bit smutty and maybe just for pedophiles using it for grooming and drug dealers. And I drug mean, dealers. Kids love it for like. It's and the, and he was still using it then. Yeah. And I, mean, I remember thinking, and I asked him. He said, "I'm not on anything. I'm not on any of these social media apps outside of this one." Which obviously, you know, he's, he's had to build a profile mm. elsewhere yeah. on different channels. And I remember seeing it then. That felt like a cool Gen Z Luddite shift, like snubbing all this shit we're on, all their mums are on, mm. all this. Is there any of that? Are there people walking out there around there and just not using the smartphone? I don't think so. I yeah. think that I think the Gen Z stuff is overblown because yeah. you know they they all have like they did the be real thing for a bit yeah. as we talked about. Like they did uh, they they had that app that got really popular with young young people where like. You would all take a photo at a party, and then you couldn't see the photos until the party was over. And they, yeah. like, they have all these different things which try to say, like, you know, we need to be cool and sort of uh, spontaneous and not get locked into our phones. Mm. But it's all fucking technology yeah. anyway. Yeah, it's yeah. all just new apps and shit. Yeah, yeah. Even your thing where he's like, I'm not on any platform, but I am using Snapchat constantly. Yeah. Yeah. That's just like I think we're 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 stuck on this fucking train. Well, I just you know? I, I viewed that as rather a luddite kind of it, it kind, it kind, shift because he he, he was. When we were that age, we were uploading 200 photographs of the house party the night before totally. with separate captions and tagging every single person. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> from our Sony PowerShot. It is kind of, there is kind of like a lot of thing that they like to at least project yeah. that they're a little bit disconnected from. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, yeah, but the latest, literally like a few days ago, uh, like 82% of uh, people between the ages of 18 and 25 in the United States use Instagram once a day. You know, like yeah. their kids are online. For yeah. sure. And like, even if, I mean, they, they definitely use it differently and they definitely, you know, are in communities like Discord and yeah. freaking Roblox and whatnot yeah. uh, in these kind of quote unquote metaversity worlds and mm. definitely live way more of their life and have their community online. Like, you know, I was hearing the other day about, you know, it was a snow day in America and, yeah. and previously a snow day meant, going, you know, going out on your friggin toboggans or whatever i don't know i've never had a snow You've day in my that goddamn up. life <laughs> but i snowball fight but, yeah, yeah. but you know apparently just like the usage obviously of like instagram and everything yeah. just skyrocketed yeah. every snow day because kids just stay at home dming the same people they go to school with yeah 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 so i don't know like i think the kids are more online than than ever they just in fact it's just so normalized uh, the kids are all right speaking of normalization that was something that we've talked about like you know in the same tinder was normalized for our generation to a certain extent it, it used to be seen like online dating was a weird <laughs> smutty thing for perverts right like it, yeah, yeah. only a pervert. Friend finder. yeah, yeah. yeah. Only you a mean to say you found your girlfriend at a public toilet yeah. <laughs> you know, what, what, what do you mean exactly like or who would why would you meet up with a stranger that you've met online that's psycho behavior but like the same thing will probably be true of like people having their weird AI online girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. right now it's just like, that's a perverted thing to do. And you, like, we yeah. probably, probably should be on some watch list. But like in, yeah, in, it's hard, like in five years, you can imagine them being like, well, you know, 15% of the male population need an AI girlfriend. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> She's so nice to him. Nice <laughs> about his day. She doesn't right? nag. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was a big thing with, with one of them. Like Replica had this online, you had the AI companion um, we've spoken about and, Obviously, like the majority of people were using it, you know, because they were lonely young men, mm-hmm. um, and they decided to turn off sexting, right. and there was a meltdown yeah. on like the Reddit forums because yeah. people had literally formed these relationships with these 
AI girlfriends, and then all of a sudden, and where they're you know every night looking forward to kind of being like, oh. <laughs> 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 what are you wearing? <laughs> what are you wearing? Putting on Snoop Dogg or whatever. <laughs> I'm wearing and, my Pentium dressing gown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, not tonight. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. the AI girlfriends just being like, I got a headache. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like they felt and, rejected. And they, right? Well, they dealt with it the way people who are already engaging in that kind of stuff deal with it and which is got on Reddit. guns and shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. well they got on Reddit and had a whinge and, but like you were saying they reversed that decision yeah they right? reversed it yeah because they, they lost a huge amount of their user base they, they brought it down because like you know the same reason anything happens regulation the EU breathing down their neck are you, do, are you using this for pedo stuff <laughs> it seems pedo adjacent to me what you're doing but um, I, I don't know they, they did they have brought it back at least in some capacity yeah it, it was like with OnlyFans how that they were like alright no more porn and then yeah it's like, we, we want to get back to why we started this thing in the first place, which is for people to tip online game players. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. It's like, like, it's like it was supposed to be like a, a rival for Twitch. Yeah, and like Twitch and got, Patreon and stuff. It yeah. got absolutely just inundated with pornography. Well, yeah, that was the, the OnlyFans thing. I mean, it's always been a bit dodgy the way they've talked about it. They've always been like, oh, we've got lots of creators. You know, oh. some people do cooking. And it's like, well, yeah. what are 99.9995% of your users doing? Yeah. They're jacking off, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so, my, my son is a TV cook. He's on OnlyFans. It's like, it's like it, it doesn't have the same connotation. Hey, well, what is he doing on there? Where it's like, if he's on, it's like, he has a Patreon. It's like, okay. nice. There is a community that wants to pay him to cook so he doesn't have to go to work. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think you know, your teenage son's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Credit card up, and uh, yeah, he's got a lovely girlfriend elsewhere in the world. Um, one thing I want to talk about is in these brief moments, and this isn't what you talk about, but today I'm really excited to talk to people who can actually answer these questions about the flash in the pans. Mm-hmm. And in these moments of excitement, heaps of shit often gets done, and the brands want to get in first. I remember oh, Be yeah. Real was a funny one, the short lived social media app. Where I mean, the, the metaverse bre- was a great example. Yeah, well, that's what I'm, the metaverse is what I was going to get to. It's oh, like, sorry. like everyone, like you know, everyone rushed to get handles on each new app that comes out. It's the new thing. It's the new thing. They rushed yeah. to get the handles. Nike, you know, um, if you get Nike, if you got Nike on Instagram at Nike, you're, you're probably for life. yeah, you're set for life. <laughs> and now the brands are trying to get in front of everything uh, ahead of even these wise guys at home. But the metaverse was funny when we first start hearing about it. All of a sudden, we're seeing videos of like, you know what Nike has already done. And they've built a full-blown fucking store and, mm. and, and you know, fully interactive, yep. well beyond where anyone has ever gotten to since as a social media construct or just even in entertainment. Are there people there just roaming around making cash on these moments? Like, someone's obviously been paid so handsomely. Oh, yeah. The, I mean, the, you know, the consultants always win. Yeah, no matter yeah. what's going on, there's yeah. always someone who's like, I'm the metaverse... Uh, I, I, I run a metaverse agency, yep. and if, if if Nike wants to do an installation where it's like a bunch of weird little 3D guys hanging around in a virtual shoe store, yep. I'm the guy to make it. Yeah, like there's always people making money yeah. or stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. and also like especially bigger co- uh, corporations, you know, the marketing department, it's a great excuse to get a bigger budget for yeah. the next quarter, right? It's like we got to be doing this metaverse stuff. Mm-hmm. Nike's doing it. They've well, already got a shoe store. Well, like we're yeah. behind. When we, we did an episode on the metaverse and one of the, you know, one of our very few but very impactful uh, investigative journalism episodes yeah. was um, Raf going into 
what was it? It was I can't remember what the platform was. It was one of the big ones that was floating around for a while. Yeah, yeah. And the first thing you saw was like an absolute desert with nobody there except like a Jose Cuervo installation. Yeah, yeah. Where so it was you could go and you could you could um, pick agave or something. Yeah, exactly. They were literally. So I went into <laughs> like it was the biggest one at the time. I think I bumped into two or three random people who refused to engage when I was like, hey, hey, what's happening? Like, what, what are you up to? And they just like ran away. There might have been bots. I don't know. Or maybe it was something about my uh, my avatar was pretty shit, right? Because I didn't have any NFTs or whatever. So it was like pretty stock avatar. And yeah, there was a huge, uh, God knows how much this tequila company like paid to have this yeah, this activation where you run around plucking agave <laughs> in order to kind of generate, I think, like maybe a Mexican hat or something like that, <laughs> NFT. But yeah, there was not a lot going on. There. And then I went into like the poker. It was like, oh, no, the, but the poker is really popping on there. Like there's go to the poker place. And I went into the poker room and there was about 13 people there and just one guy being interviewed about his NFT art and someone just abusing him for like not being like based enough or some crap. It was just... It was, it was a beautiful view of what the, what the future is going to be. And, and, and a lot of these believers think that this whole decentralized world is so capable of policing itself, uh, which is just... Uh, yeah, I'm, like, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Look at any group of 20 people, full stop. Like, go on holiday with a group of people and then see what self-governance looks like. I mean, this, this all comes down to the fact that, like, brands and companies watched a bunch of kids socialise in Fortnite or whatever, mm. which does happen. You know what I mean? Like, kids have rich social lives playing with friends on Fortnite. It's not mm. that different to, like, playing online games for millennials when we were younger. And being like, that's what life is going to be like mm. you're, going to, you're going to work in an office yeah. and do that you're going to converse with your your grandparents in there you're all going to have fucked up little avatars your grandma's going to be like this big buff yogi bear you know <laughs> we're all going to be able to express ourselves purely and i don't know i feel like it feels like we're a while off the social changes required yeah. for people to accept that kind of shit the other weird issue with the metaverse is it, it implied because like everyone was buying land right in the metaverse you had to buy land in like yeah, yeah. cool areas this virtual land but it kind of implied that what you would do is you would kind of go to your virtual office or whatever in the metaverse and if you had a poker game or whatever after work you would like virtually walk out of the office and walk down the street to like your friend's virtual house as opposed to like why wouldn't you just like it's digital? Why wouldn't you just go like yeah. now I'm in my friend's house? Like, yeah. why do you need this physical space that you're <laughs> like? They can't. They haven't figured that bit out. Yeah. <laughs> like, they haven't figured you out. You got to walk. You got to walk yeah. and look at all these fucking Nike apps. Yeah, that's what's right. We got to figure out. There's got to be some outdoor advertising here. Like we don't know. That yeah. never really made sense to me. Like yeah. why it has to be like here I go walking down the street. Like also, they do fast travel in computer games for God's sake. Just buy a bunch of land in Idaho with a bunch of friends. Yeah, exactly. You know? Anyway, what are your predictions for 2024 in terms of brain melting, world shifting? Uh, shit well I think we're going to see a lot more about VR stuff because mm -hmm. we we're just talking about like there's lots of we've seen all these like cringe photos and videos of guys out and about yeah. wearing their vision pros <laughs> driving their, driving their cars they're sitting in Chinese restaurants wearing it whatever and it's very annoying and it's lame but they are actually doing it and posting it so it's kind of like I think there's going to be a lot of normal people who see that stuff and go yep. I can vibe with that so we're going to hear about that a lot more and the AI stuff like I don't think it's going to change the world dramatically but we're going to hear about it in just so much. The AI kind of yeah, generated yeah. stuff is just going to become so normal. Yeah. And I think like that's the biggest fundamental shift, I think, between if you like today's date to December 31st this year, I think we'll be totally normalized to the idea that we assume every image is probably fake yeah. of like 
not our friends. Yeah. But even then, of our friends, we'll start wondering, like, yeah. is this fake? Like, there's two sides of this. There's one, there's a celebrity thing where you just, if you see a photo of Joe Biden, you have to, your brain will immediately think it's probably fake at yeah. first and you'll look into it and it may turn out to be real as opposed to the default now, which yeah. is the other way around, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the flip side of that... Boomers aren't going to be doing that. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, uh, I have no insight into their minds. So <laughs> they're alien minds. And then also, though, the subtle integration of AI on the other side, like, of your friends. Like, when you take a photo, when it already happens when you upload to TikTok or whatever, your, you know, your face gets smoothed out. Yeah. That will just become more and more and more. Yeah. You know, Samsung got in trouble for putting an AI moon in... In people in people's photos like it wasn't the moon in the photo they ai'd a little yeah. moon there and people got mad at that but that kind of stuff where yeah. like the photos you take will just have more and more um augmentation like yeah. ai augmentation will become more and more normal and, and it'll just be like normalized and polaroids back i guess for the yeah i mean yeah. like they keep saying that it all and i mean there's different ways of how you you know people need to think about now how you would like to keep your memories i know we're all thinking about maybe one day deleting you know all of these fucking yeah, yeah. clouds and shit we have of I don't know. way more photos we took of ourselves than any generation did before. No, totally. us, and you're worried about losing them. <laughs> like, like, and they live in a data center in the middle of Arizona. <laughs> yeah, and you're gonna have kids growing. Like there used to be a bit of mystery. Like you'd see an old photo of your dad from yeah. the seventies and be yeah. like, oh wow, yeah. look, well, like, look at that cool dude. Yeah. And now yeah. they're just gonna see fucking everything. Yeah, just yeah. A video of your dad just pulling a bomb yeah. <laughs> when he was like fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna come up in a random memory, right? It's <laughs> like here, here is Dad at a golf day in fucking 2018, having some ketamine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I didn't need to see that. Like, yeah, no like one did. Powerful memory, you know. <laughs> well, where can everyone find you? You, uh, you, you, you video and your audio and your. Uh... Well, we're we're more audio than we are video. We yep. do have the videos up on TikTok. We've had one banger. Yeah, you've got one away. <laughs> we've got one away, <laughs> and that we've retired basically from being seen. But um, now down around it, just podcast. Audio primarily. Yeah. Yeah. Look us up on your favorite podcast player. Same as anything else. Down round. Down round. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. us.